0: Hey Becca. Hey Chris. How you doing? Doing okay. How are you? I'm good. It's a beautiful sunny day although I haven't been able to get out there but I know it's sunny because everybody's telling me it's sunny and it's beautiful so I'm gonna go with that.
1: Well um I have not been able to get out there either and I'm wearing my spectacles today because I'm in the process of having to wear spectacles uh for a week now because i'm having this silly surgery but anyway so if i go outside i won't be able to see because if the sun is out you know i don't have you know the trance what's what's the lenses that that go go oh the
0: uh polarized
1: yeah, or, nah, whatever when the lenses go dark. Anyway, whatever, I won't know how to handle it because I haven't seen the sun in a year anyway. So <laughs>
0: True. You have been you have been held up.
1: I have been. Uh, holed up,
0: yes. But you're getting uh, just so you know everybody knows it's she's not getting an eye lift, although I told her she should ask for a double and get an eye lift, but she's getting this crazy treatment, not Lasix, but what is it no. PRX?
1: PRK. Yeah, no, PRK. PRK. Yeah. all
0: she told me is that she's going to have bandages over her eyes for four days and she sent her husband away on a trip and i'm like who in the hell is going to take care of you you're going to trip and fall and not even get food or anything
1: it's fine. it's it's fine. he will drive me absolutely bonkers nuts he's so adhd <laughs> off the charts he will drive me insane. There's no way I could have him in the house because I won't be able to see. Right? So, okay, I won't be able to see. I won't <laughs> be able to look at my computer. I won't be able to look at the TV. I'm supposed to sleep this whole time, right? Just rest and just chill. He will be pinging off the walls if he has yeah. to. With me. Yeah. So it's better to just send him away. I'd rather have to crawl to the bathroom and like pee in the shower, like literally. It'd be better. <laughs> It's, it's better for all involved. It's, it's a good. It's, it's good. only
0: because he he loves you and he wants the best for you.
1: <laughs> and I want the best for him, meaning I want him to stay alive, and that's the best for everyone involved. Yes, he I love it. Fun golfing in Palm Springs, I will be fine. Actually, my my oldest son is going to come and hang out. He said he'll watch movies and tell me about them.
0: <laughs> oh. So that's good. I mean, it, that's forced time with your kids, which is awesome that they're going to do that. That's great.
1: It it, it it It's all going to work out just fine. And it will force me to take a much needed break from work, which is also a good thing for me um yeah so anyway i'm excited it feels like it's finally starting to be spring i'm hearing the birds chirp in the morning when i'm i'm uh, waking up it's lovely i can't wait we all need this i can't, I can't believe it has been on saturday it will be a year since we closed yep. the process. exactly
0: one year and we thought we were going to be closed for a week And here we are. I mean, yeah, we're pseudo open, but it just doesn't feel the same. Although I'm here today and it it is buzzing. Mm -hmm. Um, It was interesting. Monday was such a beautiful day. I think it hit almost 60 degrees and I was able to sneak out for a walk um, during the afternoon and the town was alive, right? Like I live in downtown Bellevue and I went to Bellevue Park and it was just, there were so many people and the energy level was so incredibly high. It was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna, this is gonna happen. Like spring is springing. And, and, um, it was, it's just, it, it gives you hope. Right. And So lots of, uh, which I think we, we need after a year of this.
1: For sure. For sure. Hope is, I don't know. I feel like hope is so needed and, uh, hope is a great, great feeling. Yeah, it is. It's underrated, I
0: think, right? Because you got to have something to look forward to, and if you don't have something to look forward to, even like trips for our agents or for me, a couple of weeks ago I booked a trip for late April, and you know I think we'll be able to go; it'll be great. But it just it gives you a purpose, like oh, I better go. I I shouldn't probably eat that last donut. I probably it's just it has a lot of mental, um, a, a lot of good things mentally going on when you have something in the books.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, vac- vacations are, are, are that. And I think things are starting to open up. I mean, we're hearing the news around vaccines being more readily available. And, you know, you know, we can comment whether, you know, that's we're for this or against whatever, you know, everyone has their opinions. But at the end of the day, like, you know, the more readily those are available, uh, the more readily uh States will open up, right? Like that, you know, vacations will be able to happen, you know, um, hotels will be able to open, like just things like that. So I think it's all good news. Um, And, you know, in our offices, like, you know, our agents are craving people. I had a conversation with an agent yesterday who said, you know, I just, I came on right before COVID. Um, I, while I love the agents that are in the office, I just, I, I haven't been able to just connect with people, you know? And that's been really tough and I'm like, I get it. You know, I, I I get it. I get it. I understand. And it's hard. I think compass has done a great job of creating connection in a digital environment, but there's nothing like connection with a human being touch. Face-to-face contact. Right. And, um, that's just hard to recreate digitally just, well, it's impossible. Yeah,
0: it, yeah. It, I mean, it really is. It's. I was talking with an agent just right before this, and he was saying that. And it,
1: you know, we built our
0: our offices on culture and community, and that was face to face. That was having a cocktail at a, four o'clock on a Wednesday, or sitting around and having coffee on a Friday morning and just chit chatting. Um, all those things, you know, talking about new listings and the buzz. And oh, I saw this flyer being printed. Is that a new listing coming on? Um, so so many ways to connect. Uh, but I do think I feel hope. I know. Even like for my brother he's in a wheelchair high risk he literally has stayed home for a year mm-hmm. right and he he runs a mortgage business but he just didn't feel like this would be like he's had nine lives and this would be of course the thing that would take him out mm-hmm. and so he's had both of his shots so mentally what that's done for him is it's given him a, a, you know I guess, again, the word hope that he has, he can maybe go out in the in the real world again, and start to try to integrate, like, we've been very fortunate and have been out where he hasn't been able to at all. Yeah, and, uh, and so just for that, even like us seeing him, he had a hard time with that for a while, um, because of fear of that we are in the real world, and he's not. Yeah, so I I um, I think we have good things coming.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, think about all the people who are high risk or, you know, um, family members that we haven't seen in a year or family members that have been in nursing care or, um, you know, just folks like your brother, right? Who have suffered silently, um, you know, mental health, right? On the rise, Um, mental health issues that these are like silent killers for people um, that, you know, truly, truly, we haven't seen the fallout of what COVID um, it, the, the really, the, the, the detrimental effects that, that this has really done to our population yet. But I I hope that, um, as we see, uh, spring happening and as things open up, maybe the sunshine will just help us all integrate into life, um, uh, in a, in a, in a better way, but it looks like we have our guest in the waiting room. We Uh, do. The fabulous Mark Vonderberg, who is—I mean, gosh, what 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 can we say about Mark? What why don't why don't you give us a little? I idea. mean, Mark is
0: just—he's. Um, I think that Mark is really underestimated, to be honest with you, because people think that I was included in this, and then we have a funny story between Mark and I. But people think Mark is one way, and Mark is the absolute opposite of what everybody thinks. He's actually—he's very quiet. He's very kind. Uh he has insecurities like the rest of us. Mm. He he's excellent at what he does. Um, but he's not bodacious. He's not um he doesn't brag, he doesn't have that ego that you would see. Of course he has an ego, sure. but it's not a, a off putting ego. He's he's a very I love Mark. I think he's smart, I think he's just kind and, and he brings so much to the table and he has brought in a lot of evolution in this industry to us.
1: Mm. And you know, I would say this. I, I haven't I, I haven't met a, a, a harder working man. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the guy will work seven days a week, right? And yep. um has been doing that for what over 30 years, right? Yep. And so um let's not uh let's not let the listeners wait any longer. Let's get Mark into um this session. Let's do it.
2: Yeah.
1: Welcome. For those of you,
2: so who's the other lady?
1: Okay, really. (laughs) Well, I mean, mean, I'm not used to
2: seeing that person on the west side or the east side. Uh,
1: You know what? For those of you who can't see Mark because you're listening, Mark is the best dressed realtor in Washington State, maybe in the I don't know, in the nation, possibly. Mark has the fanciest shoes. The fans. Always. You should
0: see his shoes today. They match his jacket. They're blue and black. <laughs> Let's see him. Yep. Love it. I love those shoes.
1: I love them. <laughs> well, at least we all match. Thankfully, we're all in our blacks and whatevers uh, and our backgrounds even match. So that's great news. Mark, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Oh, so this is live. We're already on.
1: We're on, Mark. This is
0: we're going. We've already talked about you. You don't even know the things we said on our podcast, and now we're racking and rolling. So, yeah, we we wanted to um, thank you for being here. You're obviously you're busy. You're a hardworking guy. Uh, Taking time out of your day, I think, is just super important for us. It's super important for our team here, Um, and hopefully, you get something out of it too. That's our hope,
2: well, anyway. thanks for having me, and I yeah. always do. I of love course. to learn more and more and more.
0: Well, I don't know what we're gonna learn about you today. So um, we have a couple questions, but we really wanted to talk. The first thing I think we wanted to ask is, you really were the the pioneer with Compass here. I think you had the first conversation with Robert Refkin about coming to this area, and you are our first founding broker. Um, so that was, I'm sure, riddled with that decision. There was lots going into this decision. I know that your past company was actually building out a, a killer space for you uh, and your team, and you made a quick pivot to come to Compass and join. And I think it would be awesome if you would share with us um, what made you make that decision and um, how do you feel about that decision today? Would you make it again?
2: Yes, I would come here again. And the <laughs> All decision- right. Was, was made at that hotel when I met with Robert a couple times. And he was meeting a few people. And I know that, um, well, Becca was our first, I think our first agent, um, but I was the first working agent. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> you needed but, Becca so um, you could come to work here.
2: <laughs> right. I know we needed Becca. I didn't know who she was at the time, but I'm very thankful that she was there and here today. Um, You know, I just liked the young vibe. I liked everything that Robert had to present to me. And yes, Pavel Banker was building out this gorgeous office uh, in Lincoln's Tower, Lincoln Square South, I think it was. And it was a really hard decision. 26 years of being with Bill Riss, the owner, Um, you know, it was a little bit of a tear jerking situation, but it was worth the risk and it was worth getting around a company that was new, upbeat and moving forward and had everything in the world that an agent could want behind them.
0: So the early days, as we all know, um, they were we had we had some great times right we were in the WeWork. work it was great you had your own space there you had a huge team at the time you're all self-sufficient um and i mean it, it wasn't exactly what we uh we saw when we were when things were presented to us so what what how did that make you feel and like how did you overcome some of those things just forged ahead or what what, what would you attribute your success to there
2: Well, I saw the future and I knew what it could be. Um, I am older. And so with that, you see a lot of ups and downs and you see promises made and sometimes promises kept. And I could honestly say that with Robert, as Roberta um, put it, she's my office manager, she said, that's one of the first people I think you've met that you could actually trust and we put our trust in Robert. So I never really too much worried about it. Um, you know, they did everything they said they would do.
0: That's awesome. That's great that you've had that experience. I mean, you've been, we, you know, I think we've all been through a lot and we have a story. I, I, I'll let Becca tell her story about what you thought about where she came from. But our story was, um, you heard that I didn't like you and we never had met before, which was very interesting. because. I sold a few houses before coming to to Compass, and and you've sold many, uh, many hundreds and thousands of homes. and um, And I think when we met, it was kind of a little bit of a oh, what's going on? And then we quickly were able to clear the air. And I think over time, you've trust me, and I trust you. And and I I said before you got on the segment that. You are one of the pro- most professional, kindest people. And I think there's so much to you that nobody, that people don't understand and know that I just greatly appreciate. And it's it's been just a pleasure to be able to work with you.
2: Oh, thank you. And I'll clear up one thing. Um, I never harbored any ill will towards you. You harbored it towards me.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're right, you're right, I did. I mean, that's the truth. I didn't even know I did, and then you told me, and I was like, "Well, maybe I did." <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, I, I, you know, with Becca, we got Becca as a package deal, and like I said, we've been blessed ever since. I think the company really scored on that one, and then um, to build out the east side, it was who was the best broker to go after. And given the list of names, then it was like, well, I'll call Chris because there was really nobody else on the list that could hold a candle. And it's been successful since then, too. So, again, it's just they do the research and they actually listen to us and get our opinions on decisions. And in the early days, that was wonderful.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think, think, uh, you know, they scored in multiple ways, right? I I think um, they couldn't have done any better in getting Chris. They couldn't have done any better in getting the founding brokers. I I think we have romanticized those early days. (laughs) Oh, for sure. I'm going to keep it there, though. I think we would go in some ways. I think we would go back to those early days over some of the most more recent days. Um, because it almost feels like those days were like, You don't
2: don't like this look?
1: Uh, you know um it's almost like gosh can we go back it was almost easier then you know like uh than some of the things that we are dealing with now but i was um i was listening just to a quick little video quip uh simon sinek who um is a sociologist you may know who he is but he he speaks on vulnerability a lot so does brene brown but he did this quick little um video about about covid and vulnerability and um, are we able to get a little real with you today, Mark? I'm asking um, you
2: for permission. Sure, I might not tell the truth, but so why not? We'll try. That's it. fine.
1: Uh, it's sales. It's, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> it, I, I, in leadership, right? In leadership, you know, it, it, oftentimes, you know, with COVID and in this COVID season, it's been really challenging for a lot of us, myself included. Like, COVID has been really hard. In that, you know, when Chris and I were talking before you came on, how difficult it has been for many of our agents to not have the office interaction. When we started this company, we had, you know, at WeWork, at, at Industrious, whatever, we went to the office every day. There was this pile of us <laughs> stuck in these little uh, desks in these offices. Um, we had 4 p.m. you know cocktail hours some days. We'd have lunch together. We saw each other all the time. We, there was just all this energy and all these things happening. And it was, um, it was this creative time. It was this innovative time. It was this time of growth and um, a lot of excitement. And a lot of things have transpired and happened since then. It's been three years. It's, it's hard to believe it's been that, that long. And it's been a year on Saturday since COVID hit, right? And since since we shut really down, the offices down, and said, hey, I think it's gonna be a couple weeks. We need to, you know, we need to shut things down. Um, you know, it's just gonna be a little while. We're gonna pivot to digital um, uh, training and we're gonna do some Zoom calls for a little while. And everybody hang tight. We're gonna work from home for a little bit and we'll be back at it in, in, in no time. Fast forward, it's been literally you know, 363 th- two days. Um, this has been hard. This has been hard for me personally. Um, how, as a leader, um, Mark, how how have you done? I know from a from a real estate perspective, your business has shifted. You've done phenomenal from a from a real estate perspective. You've sold a lot of homes, so that piece hasn't really changed, and maybe even gotten better. But from a leader, how have you felt about COVID and how has it impacted you from a personal perspective and from a leadership perspective? And what would you like to share? And you don't have to share anything you don't want to share, by the way.
2: Well, I used to sit at home and tap on the glass and try to wonder what was trying to kill me out in the, you know, in the real world. But, um, you know, once I figured out what was really going on, Uh, Yes, in the beginning, we thought we were only going to be shut down a little bit, Um, and then about, uh, I think we stayed away from the office for about a month and a half, two months, and then we kind of trickled in a couple of us at a time, um, just to try to get something going. Um, We had a meeting, um, had to lay people off, had to do what we had to do, because I didn't know what was going to happen next, so you have to make business decisions, and... Um, that was the best thing to do at the time. And then all of a sudden, I think when people got comfortable with, I I shouldn't say comfortable with COVID, but could work with COVID, um, then all of a sudden we were so busy, we could barely keep up with everything. And, but then I had some employees that didn't want to come back and and actually work and they didn't want to come into the office. And we found it very difficult to work over Zoom. Um, I'm definitely old fashioned. The gray hair is real. Um, and so I like to be around people. I like to meet people. Um, you know, our, our parties in the early days were legendary. <laughs> and, and it made it all, all, it made for all of us a, an opportunity to be closer to each other and to trust each other. And that goes with agents and management. Um, and then office staff for compass, You got to know who you were talking to. And then you could always say something like, hey, next time you're in, come on over and fix this. It was so simple. Now everything is a Zoom situation, it seems like. Um, We are working back in the office, but I'm probably half the size I was. But at the same point, we're doing as much business or more than we did before. So we learned how to fix things, how to streamline, and actually turn the corner on you know, running a better business.
1: Do you feel like it has made you become a better business owner in that you've had to streamline your business over this last year?
2: Uh, I think it's better business. It's just a different business model now. Um, I have to do more things myself.
0: Well, but I think it it really gave you perspective. Right, to take a step back and look at your business holistically and say, do I need these? You know, you had at one point, I think you had 19 people and and seven or eight of them were full time support staff. And so to look at that and go, do I really need this or am I getting the best or the not the best, am I getting the most out of the people that I have? And do I have the the highly most highly qualified people to, to be on my team? And so I think just from my perspective, you've done a really good job shrinking but growing right leveraging use it utilizing the right people for the right things and your business was up significantly so to be able to cut your staff in basically you went down to two staff members right from seven and you yeah. guys still get it done
2: well you know, 30 yeah right around i mean we have now we have kelsey roberta and david um and then me because now i'm like today i was out so running warm. around cuz my client questioned how many flowers were planted in his yard by our landscaper and i literally had to go out and take pictures of 200 flowers and then email them to him so he would pay the bill that's now on my on me <laughs> you know and but in a way it's great because it's it's brought me back into actually working real estate and doing what i like to do you know, meeting the people and going, no, we got it right, this is what we're doing. I'm out in the field a little bit more doing some work and I find a lot more enjoyment with that. So it's been nothing but a win-win. You know, it's the old saying, you get kind of, you know, fat and happy with the way things are going and you don't make the necessary changes until you're forced to. And COVID was a really nice force if there's anything good about it, which there is not. Mm -hmm. um, It really gave me the opportunity to sit down those couple of months and go, what do I have to do to come out of this in a much better position? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, thank you for sharing. Uh, Let's let's get to the uh, gray hair portion of the discussion. Hey, now. (laughs) Which is. (laughs) (laughs) I always get a little bit full heads of it okay so if you were a new agent giving uh, or if you were talking to a new agent giving a new agent advice you know what would you say to a new agent getting into the business what what kind of father I'll say fatherly not grandfatherly although you have beautiful <laughs> grandbabies, what kind of advice would you give a new agent getting into the business
2: Well, the first thing I'd tell them is don't get in the business because that leaves more business for me,
1: (laughs) Um, but,
2: you know, that's not going to (laughs) work. You know, the, I go back to, and I think you've all heard it, what Celie Brown told me, Chris, was, you know, in our our meeting at Jungle Scott, because that's where I started, you know, there was a whole big room and she said, only two of you will make it 10 years in this business and less You know, not even half of you will make it five years. And the ones that will really be successful will do this one thing, return phone calls. And I went, wow, that's easy. I can do that. That's all I have to know about this business. And so I adopted that from the beginning. And I tell everyone that works for me, if you don't follow up and return, you never go to sleep without doing that. You, You have to do that religiously through the day. If you do those things, your clients will just go, There's, you're so attentive. I mean, one of the nicest things that I get is Mark, you're the most accessible agent we've ever worked with, you know, and I do. It's like going out and counting flowers. Sure, you know, you're questioning the bill, I'll go out and count flowers and get it back to you with the correct count. And that's the service that the people want. It's service, service, service. Everything else will figure it out, you know. that's, that's what matters most. And especially now competing with Redfin and Zillow and and other companies, we have to offer that extra level of service that they don't even provide, even though they like to brag about it, but I know they don't provide it. So that's, that's what I'd focus on.
0: I think our, our life has gone that way too, right? Like we used to, talk about service and customer service and how important it was, but it would, it, the reason we keep talking about it is because it is a lost art. Like there just isn't, an, and there's not enough people to understand what true customer service is. And I think if you you could not, I mean, I think what's the saying? They don't know care how much you know, they they care how much you care. But I do think that is super applicable. Um, you, you can probably stumble and bumble along as a new agent as long as you're diligent and you're attentive and accessible. You're probably going to have some success in this business because there's just not a lot, not, not enough for other words, love in the world. And so that makes you feel good. Like I went to dinner last night, my son was in town and we were with our kids and we sat down and what's the first thing, if, if I own a restaurant, the first thing that I'm gonna do when somebody sits down is I'm going to welcome them and I'm gonna offer them a drink. This is at my home, this is wherever. We sat there for 50 minutes and nobody came and said, welcome or would you care for anything to drink? They came over immediately and they put soup down and then she says, can I get your drink and what would you like to eat? And I thought, I I will never go back to that place again, right? Like if they would have just simply done that or offered us a drink and let us sit for 50 minutes, it's a way different experience. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's, again, you don't have to be you know, the knowledgeable realtor, I know everything, because that comes with time. But what you need to do is to make sure that people know that you're trying to be the perfect realtor or just a caring person, as you put it. Um, Because I think that's what ultimately we want to be treated that way ourselves. And if you treat the others, then it all just comes. I mean, I just made sure I returned the phone calls, knew as much about the inventory as possible, stick my nose in Terry Foster's listings or wherever I could to learn the business because she was in it before me. And, you know, just go out there and make sure that I did know just in case I got asked. But it was more of just my clients were like, this is great, you know? um, Boy, Mark, you called us back or, oh, you took the phone call. I mean, I'll take phone calls well into the evening, not much anymore. But in the early days I did, sure. You know, um, you work at hard, And I see a lot of agents at this company doing those things. And that's what makes me feel good about Compass's future.
1: And I think it's important to note text is not the same as a phone call. Right? So like, well, it, it, it's not. It, well, I think, um, you know, there's this, uh, and I don't want to, I don't want to de- create a demographic here, but there, there is a. There is a certain demographic that believes that texting is the same, but the highest and best form of communication is obviously face-to-face, right? And second, the secondary would be an actual phone call. And there's this seemingly, there's this aversion to phone conversations, right? That just picking up the phone and actually having a phone conversation with someone um, is, is, is challenging. Um, and I would just say, like, just try it, <laughs> you know, like just, just pick up the phone and have a conversation. It, 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 it's, not, it's not hard to do. Call somebody back. They'll be delighted that you, that you just pick up the phone and return a call, right? Um, and not, not respond by just texting them back, right? It's not the same thing. Um, but that's a hard thing to do, I think, for some of our agents um, and especially ones that have kind of come up more recently. Um, they might call you and I and Chris old school. I think it's okay to be old school when it comes to this tactic. Yeah, I think
0: the one yeah, thing. I, text which a I lot, get, too. Yeah. yeah, sure. You, I mean, you have to, right? Because you can control your time when you're texting. And, you know, in the old days, we would be, I call us the old days, Mark. Is I remember, you know, my kids are screaming and you're on your home phone. And they're you know, and you're like, you're, you know, giving your husband the fist, like, get the kids out of here, slam, you know, because that's what they did. They just they would call had to call at our home phones and then we'd hit the road and, you know, you'd call from a pay phone on the way or whatever it was. Um, and so hopefully some of this communication style comes back a little bit through all this. What are you laughing about there, Giggly? Yeah, I think
1: pay phones really
2: i just think it's real important you know well yeah there was a pay phone when i started you pull over 7-eleven and return someone's phone yeah call you had a roll of quarters
0: on. that's what, what you
2: because know, the yeah. cell phone was so expensive it was just so expensive it was crazy to use the cell phone and the cell phone was in your car and, and it was a it brick was expensive so you yeah. know A new agent, you know, you would stop at 7-Eleven when your pager went off and and call the person back. Okay, now it really makes me sound old.
1: But that's that's what it was.
2: But I mean, (laughs) I'll be snow skiing and the phone will vibrate in my pocket. I'll pull over, find a tree and hide and talk like I'm in the office. You know, when I was showing horses, I would literally hand my cell phone to my trainer when I went into the arena to show my horse. I mean, we did all that kind of stuff um yes same thing i'm in the car driving someplace and my kids are talking the phone comes on and i'm like oh i gotta take the phone i would just put my finger like that my kids all knew that was the thing okay be quiet dad's in the office (laughs) yeah (laughs) but that's what it takes uh because i didn't want anyone to ever wait for my phone call you know because then i mean some people go well that makes you important They can find out how important you are by looking up how much you sell. So don't try to go on, I'll play this game of importance by not calling them back for hours. That doesn't work, you know? So I text a lot. I had to learn how to text. I'm not, I wasn't born doing that. And so, (laughs) but I always call people, even after I text them, it could be minutes after I text just to make sure that what was put in the written word comes out. You know, emotionally, and they understand what I was trying to say, or I understood them better. And people are like, Oh, I'm glad you called, you know, great. We got what we got that worked out, you know, so yeah, I'm not afraid to call anybody.
0: No. Definitely not. Well, we're, we're coming up on our time here. Time went fast. Um, I think before we get to some fun stuff, um, I just is there anything that you would like our uh, listeners to know that they might not know about you, or any sage advice you can leave them with and us with?
2: Let's see, I like fast cars, fast motorcycles. Um... Still married to my wife, who I met right out of high school. Um, three gorgeous girls. That's pretty much it for me. But how many grandbabies? Like oh, I have six now.
0: Six grandbabies. I was
2: babysitting last night. Yay! Yeah. So I was I, I was uh, uh, fighting with fly swatters and uh, in a sword fight with fly swatters and stuff like that last night. But you know what, I still took two phone calls, you know? I just had to step outside, you know? And and then one of my grandkids yelled for me, so I had to tell the person where I really was, you know? But it all all works out. I think the customer service, the full package is what's most important. Your knowledge will come over time if you're a new agent. Uh, But you know what? If you're a giving person and you're sincere, you can walk up to the older agents and ask them about something, and most of them will give you a straight answer. But you have to earn that, and that's that's the best advice I can give you. I mean, Nada Sunmeyer was the number one agent when I started in this business, and she came up and thumped my chest, told me to hire an assistant, you know, wear a suit. And get rid of your truck and get a car. So I took my wife's Beamer and gave her the truck because I didn't want to give up my truck. I I listened to everything she told me to do and I did it. I didn't even have a cell yet and I just okay. I'm going to hire an assistant. And it was the best thing because within a year, my first year, I did over a hundred thousand dollars in commission. That was over 30 years ago. Wow. You know because I listened to her and Twan Howard. And, you know, I just put myself in their way so they would talk to me. And that's what I think new people need to do. And unfortunately, COVID has kind of stopped that interaction.
0: Amazing. Awesome. Well, Becca's going to take us home with the fun stuff, Mark. All right.
1: Since Mark and I are buddies now, are you ready? This is the fun stuff. (laughs) All right. Wine or liquor, Mark? wine okay
2: unless it's beer
1: (laughs) okay fair enough sweet or savory
2: ice cream is a food group i just can't go away from it
1: okay favorite time of year
2: Fall and winter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite indulgence?
2: Anything with a motor on
1: it. Okay. And finally, if money was no object, what would you do?
2: Wow. I don't know. I really don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, even if I had a lot of money, not like Bill Gates money, but just a lot of money, um, I like what I do. So I, you know, I guess I could walk away right now, but I don't know why I would um and you know we like to travel everyone I guess does it's been harder so we bought an RV so we could travel um but I do a lot of motorsports things we like to snow ski so I already because of our schedule and who we are I already get to do majority of the things that I would do and um you know we we help out wherever we can at whatever organization that we can you know, have time for, but I don't really know what I would really change.
1: That's pretty awesome. That's really special. We are so grateful that you joined us today. Uh, I hope our listeners are as grateful as we are. You are such a special man and you have so much to offer and I hope that they will come to the Bravern so they can interact with you in person soon. Yeah, thank Man, you, Mark. Really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, we're we're gonna get All back to right, back thanks too. Thank for having me. Thanks. Really appreciate it, Mark. Have okay.
2: a great afternoon.
1: Thanks for joining us. All right. Bye. Okay,
2: bye. Thank you.
1: You have to click off
0: first, Mark. There we go. <laughs> I I guess we have to give them a little duel that like when we're
1: done, they gotta we gotta teach them how to click off. We should prep them that they come in muted. Yeah. <laughs> and that they have to leave on their own accord, or we're just going to talk about them in, yeah, in front totally. of their, uh, <laughs> That's going to happen. Uh, he's such a special man. I think what's so great is uh, he started his real estate business listening. Yeah. And, you know,
0: some of the things that we didn't get into that I know, I mean, there was a time when Mark learned how to take photography because he wanted to know every element of the craft and so and he was a phenomenal photographer in fact the the story where i didn't like him is he got a listing that we were competing with and it was because he was going to take all of his own photos and he was going to come back multiple times to this view property and take the and they had a pool and take different shots at different times of the day so he could get the perfect shot i was like i'd hire him too (laughs) right um and it was never that i didn't didn't like him but um it was he, that's just who he is like he understands every bit of the business and i do not believe mark has ever asked somebody to do something that he hasn't wouldn't or hadn't done himself first
1: yeah yeah which I'm is cool telling right he's going yeah. go out and take pictures of how many flowers are in the flower bed yeah right yeah
0: and i could just picture him having a, a sword fight with the fly swatter last <laughs> night too which looked i'm sure was adorable <laughs>
1: Well, uh, I hope you all enjoyed that interview. Uh, Mark is a special guy. If you get a chance to meet him in person, he's at the Braeburn office. Uh, Chris is his sales manager, of course. Um, He does have a team and and a very special uh, person on Mark's team is Roberta. If you have not met her, of course, introduce yourself to Roberta because she is also a very, very special part of that team. Uh, I would say she's the what is, what is she? She's the, the woman oh, she, behind the man, right? She is. She is the
0: backbone. And, and Roberta, I've, you know, we said we haven't met a harder working uh, real estate person. Uh, Roberta is there. She's the first one here every single morning. She's the last one to leave every single night. And she, she runs every element of his business without mistake, which he has a, a million percent trust in her and he should. She's got his back. Uh, she's a great partner for him.
1: Well, uh, it, she's an incredible person, so we need to honor her as well. Um, thank you all for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, give your love to Mark. If You can send him a, an appreciation email. Please do that. I know he'd appreciate it. Thank you all for listening, and uh, join us again next week. All right. See you, back. Have a great day, everybody. Take care, Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye-bye.